Hello and welcome to the Portadown Preview Show. This week I'm joined by none other than the legendary Mark Beatty. Mark, how are you keeping? Not too bad, how are you? I don't know about legendary, you went a wee bit far there. <laughs> no, 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 you def- definitely are, like, you know, considering uh, your wee nomination for the ABC and not Poison Arrow ABC, by the way, <laughs> um, last week, like, so congrats, congratulations Thank on that, you. like, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm grand, thanks, it's been a, it's been a busy week, personally, like, but as we all know, it's been a very busy week at Portadown as well. But before we get into that, I'll just say now, don't forget to like and subscribe to We Are Ports TV YouTube channel and you'll be able to find us on Spotify, Anchor and Apple Podcasts as well. So yes, like I said, uh, it's been a very busy week at Portadown this week in particular. Obviously, the January transfer window has come to a close. Um, we have made a number of new signings and um, they have been pictured in you know backgrounds similar to the one you have right now. Like, so... <laughs> You, you've been doing all the the donkey work, so to speak, you know, getting all the interviews and all, and with all these players this week and stuff. So do you want to run us through everyone that's came in and, and what, the, what the, the feeling is behind them all? Yeah, well, so this last week yeah, has been a bit, bit nuts um, with the, the manager change and then with it being one week left of the transfer window, I think it was all hands to the pump and, and getting some players in that the, that the management team wanted and stuff and, um, and whatever. Now, I think the 10 signings we've made in January. Um, now, I know one of them was young uh, Matty Lustig. He, went, he was loaned back. His loan was cancelled or whatever. Back to Lauren. But, so there's, there's nine players through the door. Um, over the last week, there's four came in. Um, Billy Steadman came in from Dorchester Town. I think he was with last. He was over in Iceland for a few years. He's sort of a, a forward winger. Number 10 sort of player. Um, small, but look, he's quick. You know, he's uh, quick and and, and, and quick feet um, so he's one to look out for we have uh, Cadillac Masigo from Waterford uh, Town he was on loan to Athlone Town last year under Paul Paul Doolan so Paul's give him a call and, 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 and fancies him up here I think he came up training last week and stuff and he, he really liked the thing that they liked the place I've actually heard a lot, of, a lot of good things about him um, I heard some of the players talking about him and stuff they were impressed and training with him he seems to be a busy wee midfielder. Um, sort of nips around feet, likes to get the ball and, and spread it around. Um, fancies himself as a bit of a box to box player. So he's a wee bit of energy in the middle, maybe which is which is is always good. Um, couple, uh, Josh, I guess Josh Chatty or Chatty. Um, he's he's a forward sort of number ten player. He played in Sweden for a few years. Um, I think he was at Reading before that, uh, into in the, the, the scholarship program there, and then across to Sweden. So he's a forward player coming in as well. Um, he's got actually got Trinidad and Tobago roots as well. I found out there, so um, a little bit of the national flavour. Um, and then Connor Lake Blunt was the uh, right at the deadline sort of signing. Um, I was up late on Monday evening and got the call that he's made the made the move. Is, as far as I know, his registration came through really late. I'm talking quarter to 12 sort of thing, um, or 15 minutes before the window shut or whatever. So his is a late one. I don't think he's actually, I don't think he's in time to make his, his debut this weekend. As far as I know, what the other three are. Um, they're here, they're training, they're, they're, they're almost ready to go. So um, he's the only one that, that, that would more likely miss out. But yeah, listen, it's, it's hard to know what any of these players are going to be. You know, um, Probably Caligo is the only one that 
the management team have seen in great depth through Paul Doolan. The other three are sort of research. Um, how that research goes, I'm not overly okay with it. Maybe knowing coaches that know these players and getting recommendations and and obviously their their highlight reel on on uh, YouTube and stuff. And I know that sometimes can be misleading because, like Dave says, his highlight reels of Lurgan BB old boys under under fails <laughs> is, is fantastic. So um, it's always hard to know. But listen, the situation we're in, we, we sort of needed bodies to the door. Um, the the market in the Irish league. It's quite inflated at the minute, you know. There's there's money about, and and players are aren't willing to go for what uh, for what they feel is under their market value. So it's hard to get players locally. So maybe they've had to go outside the the traditional market and and bring some players in that I think can can have an effect because we, we do need some freshness. I think I think we just need something, some impetus, something something to change. And listen, the other players that came in January are. Are, are, are still sort of making their way as well so they still have an effect with Josh DeHardy and Ella DeGan and Jack Smith and Jamal Dupree and Hard Babylon as well is another one he's you almost forget he's a new signing do you know he just looks so so comfortable when he plays for us um, just slots right in there so yeah it's been busy <laughs> um, plenty of Photoshop has been done because a few of them players that were signed recently we haven't been able to have with us for pictures we we'll yeah. had to do a wee bit of Photoshop work, which I'm sure you noticed, like, but it's a few different uh, different bodies on heads <laughs> for graphics. I thought Billy Steadman looked very like Danny Ceballos that played at Arsenal last season. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't really watch any football outside of Poor Downs, you've lost me. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I, I, when I saw him, I was like, Arsenal signed Danny Ceballos, or sorry, Porto <laughs> signed Danny Ceballos here. But no, listen, fingers crossed all those signings work out. Um, and, you know, we really do need the, need them all to hit the ground running. Um, you said a bit hard there. Unfortunately, Hard was injured at the weekend there when we played Lauren. Yeah. I don't want to walk, talk too much about it because it was horrendous <laughs> in the mile. Yeah. Um, it's, never nice to, it's never nice to lose. It's never nice to get tanked. And that's exactly what happened. And I was actually really disappointed on Saturday, not even so much. Like obviously, I, I want to win, of course, but I was saying beforehand that Portadown seemed to have had a way, you know, in the last year or so playing against Lauren and you know, Lauren are a good side. And I always thought we could get at them. Like we seemed to have something there. And it just, I think that's what disappointed me most, that it was just, it just didn't happen at all. We, we listen, we were deservedly beat. And unfortunately, yeah. Lee obviously scored a couple of goals, but... Yeah, I don't want to talk. We'll give you what you think about it and then we're moving forward because I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it, to be honest. It's a, I went up there with very little expectation, to be perfectly honest. Um, new manager only really, he's had one session um, with the guys before, before the match. So nothing out of that match can tell you what Paul Doolan's doing, do you know, because he hasn't had enough time yet. Um, we were sort of coming off the back of a couple of defeats and no, sort of heads were low, and it was just hard to know what was going to what was going to happen. And Lauren are a good side. Listen, they're full time right foot. You know, you know the quality there, and we know how good Lee Bonus is and can be with with good service. So it was almost it's hard to say you expect on it, but you, you know, I, I, I could have seen it coming. Um, it was a hard a hard watch. Is is the truth? Maybe without with trying to put a positive spin on it, which is hard. It's maybe a good thing that it opened the eyes maybe of Paul Doolan to see what he was dealing with. Um, and maybe that's something he can take in and 
put in his notebook and, and work to, you know, to get better with him. Yeah, it is what it is, and we have to move on, really. And that's exactly what we're going to do right now. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. It's in the rear view mirror. Goodbye. Don't have to see them again for the rest <laughs> of the season. Well, that is, unless we get through in the Irish Cup, um, we maybe cross paths again because there's always a possibility of that. So this Saturday, Portadown travel to the Korean showgrounds to take on, funnily enough, Korean. And uh, the, the second round of the, well, the, the proper second round <laughs> now, as you say, of the Irish Cup. But to me, it's it's the old sixth round again. Yeah, so, yeah, so we travel to Korean on Saturday here, three o'clock kickoff at the showgrounds. What's your expectations going into it? You know, we've got a. Do you think it's going to be a welcome distraction um, from the league? Yes, especially with so many new players. Um, uh, you know, going to Korean is never easy. It's never a, a, a place you go and think, ah, oh, there's definitely three points or a win here first. Um, but listen, it's cup football. They're they're a good side. They were on a bad run the last time we played them. Um, they hadn't won in a few games and stuff, and we ended up getting a, a point out of the match at Sharmark Park. But they're off the back of a really good win against Limfield. You know, it's, by all reports, we're the better team by a long stretch against Limfield last week. So they they're coming into the game full of confidence and thinking they're probably not going to win the league. So they'll be looking at the Irish Cup going there. There's a chance for a trophy for us. Along, I know they're in the League Cup final as well. So they'll probably have circled this game and go we had to win this one um, but the same thing Portland have nothing really to lose here you know if, if if they go out they can just say right oh, I'll focus on the league so they, they don't really have anything to lose they can throw caution to win a wee touch new players hopefully coming in with a bit of freshness um, sort, of, sort of give us some impetus and can go with no real fear um, again <clears throat> With new players, going to be a wee bit of unfamiliarity with 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 within teammates and stuff, and but hopefully the work that they're doing on the training pitch this week will will go somewhere to, to sort of helping that along. But again, I, I go there with no real fear because of nothing to lose. We can just go across the win. From what from what I can tell, there's actually a good crowd of Portland fans getting together for this one. There's a couple of buses sold out already in supporters clubs, so it's good to see, and it'll be great to see a. A good support behind the lads because it was actually that good support last last week at Inver Park. I thought um, the fans were brilliant from from start to finish. I was over at the, in the Lord End doing the filming for Ports TV, and all you could hear was Portadown fans. Even even when 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 Lauren were scoring goals, the Portadown fans were were still making good noise and and making their presence felt. So it, it's it's good for for players that have their backs to the wall and, and Portadown do it at the minute. So they need that we that we help, and it, it'll it'll come in handy very much at some, at some point the rest of the season. You know. Yeah, no. Well, that's that's really good to hear that there is. I, I did actually say the Eden Reds had yeah. already sold out their bus really early, and they were looking to put another one on and stuff. So yeah, the, the, the yeah, second that, bus on there released tonight. So it's good to see. Well, that's good. Well, it's a good, it's a good, well, it's a good long bus trip, isn't it? For yeah. traveling from Porto down yeah. up the Korean, like so. A couple of bottles of tonic, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't fancy being the bus driver on the way back home from that because I'd imagine <laughs> it'd be a fair, a fair few pit stops on the way no, back home so. like, but no so. no that, that that's that's good it's it's put on always do you have a decent away support to be fair like so yeah um it'll be good especially because Korean are doing really well at the minute they're getting really big crowds yeah. and I'd imagine they'll still have a decent support on Saturday as well like so it, it should be good um 
fingers so, crossed, pour down and get a result. When you mentioned that as well about about the match on Saturday, it, it's all ticket. They're not accepting cash on the gate, <clears throat> so you have to go online to Korean's website and get get your your tickets online. They are running the kid for quids kid or a quid scheme. So anybody on any kids under eleven go and um, get a ticket for a pound, which is a good scheme as well. So and remember, it's a cup game, so the um, all profits are split between the two clubs as well. So you're helping your club with going along, you know. So. Absolutely, as well, and there's there's no replay, so it'll be played to a finish too. Finish, yeah. yeah, so fingers crossed, board I can go up there, and I think you know as well. Okay, obviously this season's been disappointing. I'm not gonna lie, like, but I think last season, you know, Borderline went up there. We got a draw up there, and you know, even another yeah. game to beat us, but it was two ridiculous penalties given right. against Greg Hall. So right. I think it's I think they can go up there and, and get something, but um, we'll we'll, we'll soon find <laughs> out. But do you know what? We'll we'll. On this, on the subject of the Irish Cup, is there any particular fond memories you have, or anything that stands out necessarily over the years? You can give us give us two fond memories of recent years, the Irish Cup. Well, not recent years, any years, basically. Any years. Um, one random memory I have um, at the old Clandy Boyle Park and Bangor. I can't. I think it was. I can't remember if it was Bangor or Ards were playing in the Irish Cup, and you were sort of behind that net in that corner where the way fans go, and uh, Vinnie Arkins scored an overhead kick. Um, a win, on a one 0 win, and ran straight to the fence, and I was right at that fence, and he was face to face with me. It was a, a fantastic goal and just a great memory. Um, second up, probably, yeah, probably the two thousand five Irish Cup final against Lauren, one five one. It was a, a, it was a sunny day. It was a perfect Irish Cup, and you win, and it's everybody very happy. Yeah, well, funny enough, the 2005 Cup final was going to be one of my memories as well. Um, it was a great day. 1-0 down early doors, and he logged the next yep. quarter down. And then, but we came back and absolutely steamrolled them. Like So Darren Kelly scored, John Combray, Mark McCann got two in Vinnie Arkins. Yep, yeah. that's right, yep. Yeah, so that, that was a great day. But one of my favourite Irish Cup moments was actually the semi-final of that season. On the, the replay, and Alamina. we, uh, Glen Torn. Oh, Glen Torn, yes, okay, yeah. And Mick, Mickey Collins had the game of his life, yeah. I've, it was unbelievable. And then it was Mark McCann scored in that one as well, yeah. He and he uh, slipped the ball through the, the back lane to Mark McCann to run on to, yes, right, yeah. So that that was that was midweek at Windsor Park. It's there's something about like a cup semi final, it's, it's dark and the little yeah. floodlights are on, and all and that was. That was brilliant. But yes, even then, when we got to the final in 2010, of course, I was disappointed when we got beat, of course. But the, the game where we won the, the, the penalty shooter against Balamina, sure. David Miskelly saved you know, a couple of penalties and all. Like that was... As far as I remember, Miskelly was actually on the transfer list in, in the, in the build-up to that game. We had sort of fallen out of favour with McFall for some reason. I can't remember. And then that was him off the transfer list after that penalty. <laughs> That's sort of like old school in the sense because you would have heard things like back in the like really back in the day, you know, yeah. oh, a player missed a penalty, put the transfer list right away. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, well, I always wonder where this mystery transfer list was. Is was there a list anywhere that you could actually find of a, of a transfer list? Just imaginary. Uh, what is it? Almost a warning. It was. It was a, maybe an advertisement in the local paper. <laughs> Or like you know, in the in the local shop or the local church, they put like on the on the board, yeah, you know, yeah, we, yep. Trans- we uh, pieces of paper <laughs> transfer list. David Pascali available for transfer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's yeah. Okay, we cup run to be good. Yeah. I think it would definitely left a bit of the 
a bit of the gloom at the minute, the bit of the cloud hanging over, and because I think, listen, I, I, I suppose it's sounding like a broken record saying it the same week, everything, sorry, the same thing every week. So we cup run will be good, but like you said, Korean are expected to win. We're not expected to get anything, so maybe that means the players can go and you know play with a bit of weight off their shoulders, especially because it's not even in the league. And fingers crossed, we can get the result up in Korean. That would certainly make um, the travel in Portadown support very, very happy. So much that um, I think even more bottles of Buckfast to be bought <laughs> for the way home. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, so yes, uh, after Korean, we take on. A team I already mentioned there in in my memories. Uh, we take on Glentorn on Tuesday night at Shamrock Park, which is again Portadown Glentorn. It's always a fixture that a lot of Portadown and a lot of Glentorn fans look forward to. And um, Glentorn are flying at the minute. So, give us your thoughts on that. It's going to be a difficult game. <coughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, they have sold out their allocation in the West End already. Um, with a week to go, so. They're looking forward to coming as well, you know. It's, it just it, it shows the excitement there is around that club at the minute. You know, the the money they've spent is, is paying off now. Um, they're firing all cylinders. Uh, they're picking up wins left, right, and centre at the minute. You know, um, they look. I we'll say they look unbeatable. No team is unbeatable, but if they're probably in the Irish League, the closest to it at the minute. Um, they're scoring goals, which is the the big thing. Uh, the, the game against Crusaders there last week was the. A bit of a crazy one, um, but they got through it by scoring a couple of goals from a couple of key men. Connor McManaman, for me, is one of the better players, one of the best players in this league, if not the best. Um, he's just he's on fire and he's 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 hard to stop. He can go with your side. He's quick, you know. He's tenacious. He can finish. He's got everything as an Irish league winger, you know. So he's always a man to look out for. And of course, Donnelly and McDea, they've got a lot of a lot of firepower, you know. So it's going to be hard to. It's going to be hard for us to find a way to nullify it, but that's that's their job. So we'll see if we can stick to it. Can I just say you said there like no team is unbeatable? Well, I'm just going to point that direction, <laughs> and you can see a certain team that actually did go unbeaten in 2004 in the league. So I'll just throw that in there right now. I think that's not our league. I don't care about that league. I told you before. <laughs> well, that well, yeah, well, that team there's not too bad, not too shabby. No, there was a few quarter down. Portadown great sides there. So we've won for Port with the Portadown decor there of Northern Ireland's behind me there, and then Arsenal's on the far side. So they're all represented there. Very good. So Very good. there you go. Sorry, I guess when you said nobody's unbeatable, but well, uh, there was a certain team. That they're went close to. They're close to. They were beaten in the cup though, so they're still beaten that too. Ah, but nah, it's all about the league. <laughs> no, listen, Glen Torn are absolutely flying at the minute, and Jay Donnelly is. Is banging the minute the minute. That's a man in form, and obviously the danger man at the minute. And but then even if you manage to nullify him, his brother Rory flying at the minute. You could you know Shane McCartan, Robbie McDade is back in the team and he's scoring goals. You say McManaman, you know they're littered with quality all over the pitch, and yeah. it's Glen Torn. Listen, I know we always joke and laugh about things and stuff, but to me, like as a Portadown fan growing up, the club that I always, the team I always hated the most as a kid and all is Glentorn. Like it, it always has been. And yeah. there's that spicy rivalry that, between the two clubs in like my whole lifetime. And there, there is needle still. There's still needle when they play each other. And um, obviously not to the extent of what it was back 
in the heyday when Vinny was playing and Mickey Collins and yeah. etc. Like, um, but it's still a, a game that a lot of fans get really excited for. So I always think again, similar to what I was saying last week going into last week's game, but it, it inevitably didn't happen. Then Torn's another team where I always sort of think that even if Portland are struggling, they seem to lift it against them. And we've shown this season already. We've got a great point up there. Yeah. You know, earlier in the season at the Overwick. Um so fingers crossed. I mean Michael Roddy loves a goal against the Glens, so I'm maybe maybe stick a tenner on first goal scorer this week or next Tuesday night. Was he a first goal scorer in both games actually? Because he scored scored earlier on the, the screamer from the, the backs. I'm not sure about the, the first game at the Oval if he was a first, was first Port of Angle scorer anyway. But yeah, it might, yeah be, because, it might be worth for a first goal scorer back. Uh, yeah, indeed. Any good memories from Glen Torren games over the years? There's bound to be a few. I was planting to be fair. I speaking about Neil Ogden from before. Actually, I remember the the game up at the Oval where he scored a free kick from about I think it was three thousand yards out. Um, at least that's, <laughs> a, that's what it felt like. Um, he had no right to to take a shot on goal from from so far out, but he thumped it that hard it, it, it whizzed past Elliot Morris. And I remember that game really well. Um, I remember going up there was it like it was the first game of the season one year and Gary Hamilton was playing for us. And Pat McGimmon had just signed for them, I think, from us. Um, mm-hmm. And he, Gary Hamilton was running through and skipped past Pat McGibbon and I think it was Paul Lehman at centre half, just raw pace and nip past him and, and, and scored. And I think we won that one 2 0 actually. That was a good memory as well. Because there's plenty. Um, the four threes at home that everybody will remember as well. Over a couple of years, Keith O'Hara got a winner in one of them and Peter McCann in the other. Plenty of good memories. Um, I, I used to love going to the old cow shed when Blintorn came. It was always really good atmosphere and, and the banter was always flying across the the uh, the fences at each other. He so, bricks flying as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But no, it was always good. Uh, always really enjoyable and always very exciting um, when that match was sort of on the build up. And it was when the, both sides were sort of similar stature ways in the league. They were always competing with each other. It was always tight. Um, and you're always it was always a, a pretty tense atmosphere no matter when you played them. I remember a big guy, Scotty Walker played for them. He used to love it when he played for them and every time he touched the ball, everybody in the crowd said just squealed. You know, the big scare like Chris Walker. <laughs> yeah, Chris Walker, what is it? Scott Walker? Yeah. No, Scott Walker. Walker. Who's Scott Walker? I think it was Scott Walker. Are you thinking of Scott Young who played around then as well? Yeah, but I'm getting the both confused there. But I uh, big big walker with the, the crazy the crazy hair, the scarecrow. He was a brilliant player to be fair. He, he, he was he was a brilliant defender, yeah. But I uh, wouldn't be he wouldn't be out of place on a farm anyway. Like. <laughs> so no, he he but he was he was a very good player to be fair to him, like he was. But yeah, the four three in two thousand five. Um do you know what that was the same that game you're talking about, the one at the start of the season, that was the same season, the four three. Oh right, okay. And it's just and it's just frustrating because you know, we beat them there and all, but then Glentorn went on to win the league that year because that was the whole Morgan day that season. Oh, right, okay. But then we won the cup. We won like, the cup that year, yeah, that's right. We won the cup. So, yeah, there's some some great memories up there. Um, I if it Then the, the season we won the league in 2002, talked about it before in one of the shows where Richie Clark scored a last-minute equaliser up there in a two-all draw. Right. If, had, if that hadn't happened, Glentorn would have won the league. Such fine margins, like, so... I always remember that one because um, we, got, we got bricked after. I always remember that. <laughs> you never forget those. You never forget those. Um, 
So yeah, no, hopefully again, like, again with with Porter down, you know, the Glens coming down, you'll hopefully we can get a result on Saturday, and then it means there'll be obviously a decent crowd on Tuesday night. So Tuesday is all ticket as well for yeah. the Glen Touring game, and tickets are on sale online already. Yes, they are. Yeah, um, go on to the Portdown website, portdownsc.co.uk, and you can click the tickets link there, and it'll it'll bring you through the website. And you can purchase your ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Happy day. So, get on that, folks. If you want to see uh, Portdown take on the Glens on Tuesday night, get your get your tickets booked early doors because you know hopefully there is a big crowd and stuff. Because like I said, you know, there's a good crowd coming on Saturday. Fingers crossed we can get a result and bring that into Tuesday. I have to um, say, actually, just as well. I've been at the club just about every night this week, um, just doing random things media wise and stuff. And at training, just the atmosphere around training, I have to say it's 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 positive. You know, the, talking to a few of the players and stuff. And while it's not <clears throat> they're not singing and dancing and hugging each other, it's a real steady determination. You know, they're they're working hard. Um, genuinely are, and I'm not just saying that. You know, they're they, they have their sleeves rolled up. And they're they're trying their best, so it's it's worth getting behind them. I I, I feel anyway, it's worth trying to push them on that we wee, wee bit more. So all support, all support matters. Actually, about the reserve game last night, um, under twenties played Lintour under twenties, and Paddy McNally and Callum McVeigh got a, a first half each. Which that's was good. Positive. Yeah, I, I saw the video there from the weekend. I meant to say about that there. Yeah, that that's that's a real positive having having them back and all. Like I know. Yeah. It was, I was speaking to Paddy at the the Warren Point away game, you know, just before Christmas, and yeah. he was he was standing beside me, and he was practically, you know, heading <laughs> the ball and kicking at me from the yeah. stand and all. Like, so he's a good guy. Like, so no, yes, that that's great news, um, and it was a, it was a good win as well. Like, so the well, race ended the, early three 0 lead. Like, they were three 0 up after about fifteen minutes or so. Callum McVeigh was fantastic. Uh, he was playing yeah. left wing. Um, a new a young fella that signed in the January window from Linfield. I'm going to get his name wrong here, but Gladys Kakaj, um, an Albanian youngster, um, when he's 17 or 18, and he was brilliant for them. It's the first time I've seen him, and he was really, really good, really energetic. Um, Sam Glenfield up top was just so classy at that level, under 20s level. He's almost too good for it. He's big and strong. He knows what to do with the ball. He scores goals. He's He throws center halves around, you know. Um, really, really impressive. And Harry Murphy as well, alongside Paddy McNally at the back, was, was very good. So there's a lot of good young players there. Um, under 20s football, when you look at the results, are, it's it's hard to judge because teams change so so much. For example, they played Lintorn there only a few weeks ago, maybe four or five weeks ago, and I think the Glens won seven. Um, but Lintorn had Andy Mitchell, Jordan Jenkins. It was a, basically a, a fringe first team against Portadown's 17 year olds, basically. But this time it was a more of an even sort of age team. It was a similar level. And, you know, it's just hard to judge results. You judge performances, especially individual performances at that sort of level. And there are some really good individual players coming through. So it's, it's, it looks good. Yep, indeed. And hopefully <laughs> the result they got there the other night there against the Glens, but hopefully the, the first team can bring that into the game next Tuesday as well. It's, uh, I would and yes, it's it great. Something. Absolutely, and it's it's great to see those guys back playing again, and hopefully they'll be back in the first team very soon. So yeah, I think uh, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah, no bother. Yeah, so 
Thank you very much for coming on, Mark. And no I shall see you on Saturday at the Korean Showgrounds. Folks, like we said earlier on, get yourself to the Showgrounds on Saturday for the Irish Cup game against Korean. And then obviously on Tuesday, then Chamber Park, we are playing league leaders, Glentorn. So that'll be uh, no doubt a, a good night um, at Shamrock, a good atmosphere as well. So fingers crossed we can get something there too. So before we go, uh, just like to say, don't forget to like and subscribe to your Ports TV YouTube channel. And like I said already, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor and Google Podcasts as well. So yeah, thanks for listening and watching and uh, see you soon. Thank you.